Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Last time in 2022, that's the sound of rock cracking. And you've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. And 2022, we're putting it in the record book. It did not go the way I would like to see politically in many ways. But we've had a humdinger of a year. <laughs> and today's show, we're going to wind up with uh, the interview uh, that I had with Bill Ganasty and his wife, Daphne Barak, and uh, as we last week's show, she's talking about she got a special coming up with uh, Giswell Maxwell uh, that, you know, uh, was Jeffrey Epstein's mistress and was uh, involved and has been sentenced for sex trafficking and minors. So the, with her special there, and she also has a special on an important entertainer we all know, and that's Britney Spears. So she has uh, two big specials coming up, and as she, you, some of you may know, we've had her on our show over the last three or four years, her and her husband, Bill Ganasty, they uh, have been friends with the Trumps for many years, and we've had some great uh, interviews. And so we had uh, Bill and Daphne come back, and Bill was on last week's show. And go back if you haven't, have you, if you have not listened to last week's show, we encourage you to click on the, uh, that and go back and listen to it. But this is uh, Daphne getting a little more on the political side. What is going on in our country, where she lives, out in the Hollywood area? What is she seeing? What's concerning? The people in California, it's the left wing of the left wingers out there, correct? Well, they still have a lot of concerns and have a lot of influence in who will be running in the GOP for president. Uh, she has her thoughts. She's a good friend of Donald Trump, has been for many years. So listen to the, the interview. She'll be talking about, uh, well, she may mention her special coming up, uh, Britney Spears and Giswell Maxwell. But she also will mention the things that are important to her and her friends and what's going on in California, what's going on in America, and where does she see the GOP heading, in what direction, and who does she uh, think will end up being a nominee in 2024? What, what's her thinking on this? So very interesting uh, comments and her just sharing her heart. So you'll get to hear that. And... And uh, as we end up the show, I'll, I'll uh, come on and give some, a little more commentary about the interview. So let's don't slow this down any. I hope you had a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all the things December bring to us. But the best thing every year is we can begin anew in a new year. It's coming up very soon. Do not lose heart in this journey to be 
to be faithful to the fact that we want more liberty and more freedom. Even though we see everything going in another direction, we're losing liberties, we're losing freedom. We lost most of the elections last November that we really hope to see a big red tsunami and we saw a red trickle, except for maybe in the state of Florida. Yes, I know some of you have reminded me that there was a big red wave but it was in the state of Florida. Somehow, somehow it got squelched everywhere else. But we have a new year coming up, 2023. What will it hold? Nobody can tell you for sure. There's a lot of uncertainty out there. But we will go into it boldly, bravely, and giving you rock-splitting politics right here. And we're going to uh, end up this year with this uh, second part of an interview with Daphne Barack. What I wanted to ask you about today, I know you got those two specials coming up. You really can't uh, hit a lot on politics, so I'm not going to ask you political questions. No, no, no. I'm very, I'm, I'm an American citizen. I care. I'm, I'm very involved. Uh, I would just ask by one of our friends to support her uh, to be the chairwoman of the RNC against Ronald McDonald, which I, I still have to be more informed. So it's not that I am just um, more careful uh, about issues and people who are extremely polarizing. Right. Oh, it, it is. I mean, you know that because of the book you and Bill have written and talking about two Americas. Duh, so. And by the way, congratulations about the upcoming novel. I looked at the cover. It was oh, yeah. lovely. <laughs> And I would love you to tell to tell me two sentences about why you wrote a novel and what it's about. I have put writing behind my dental career. Now that I've uh, slowed down in dentistry, I have been doing writing over the years for different things, but I've always wanted to do the novel. And it took me a while to, so it's, this is the beginning of something. That I've had this story for 20 years, but I didn't have it where it would be a sequel, where it'll, it'll be a continuation of and it end up be several books but it's the beginning it's the stepping stone and it's something i've always wanted to write it's about my region to begin with but as the book continues it'll move on to other continents uh, oh, okay so, what so is it, it a love story a thriller how would you define it well there will this one it, it doesn't begin as a love story it, it gets into uh, some tragedy and some uh and it and it does open up some, uh, I guess the it goes back into the Chickasaw, the Native Americans around here, and it even I tied into something that goes back to Solomon's Temple, and then the last book will end up in Jerusalem. So, uh, so it's you know it, it builds up to the, uh, the holy, the, the holy, uh, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, Go, goes to the Holy Land and the uh, Temple Mount, uh, where the original. Uh, temple was built and so so anyway <laughs> it ties in a lot and but i finally got it figured out in my head how to get it you know i got it outlined and structured to how to get it from uh the first book to the last book and so i'm i'm, I'm very happy about it i'm working it's, on it's a very ambitious project i i commend you i think i got the time to pull it off i'm getting the second one knocked out now and hopefully it'll get ready to be published to uh fall of 2023 so i'll try to get that one book a year i i don't know 
uh, John Grisham do one a book one book a year. Maybe I can learn how he did it. But we'll, we'll yeah. <laughs> but don't forget, many other big authors went to hiatus between books, and I think J.D. Salinger uh, disappeared after one of the biggest bestsellers uh, in history. Right. So yeah. Uh, you don't need to make excuses, right? That's no, well, that's it's ambitious, right? Well, uh, I'll, I'll shoot for the shoot for what I can do the best I can, but that's uh, you're right. But I've been I feel like a uh, a crock pot because I'm a slow I've been slowly cooking these stories for thirty years, so now it's time to put them on paper. I have to tell you that when Bill and I did my first book, which is a blockbuster bestseller, Saving Amy with Amy Winehouse. Right. right. I did not see myself doing another book. I didn't even want to do that book. Amy Winehouse asked me to. So uh, it just happened that, you know, the publishers afterwards saw such a big success and they came and asked. And uh, and still, we really chose only what uh, we really liked between him, who is more foreign policy and politics and myself. So right now, it, it's been our 10th book. I didn't see it coming. So, you know, things are happening Things are evolving, you know, that things are meant to be. You just have to wake up every morning and push, and then the rest is up to. Tell me about uh, shifting over some. I know you said that, uh, and I don't know how you and Bill are as far as the politics like in California. And I know, you you know, you were Republican helping out and uh, uh, delegates for California and Republican Party. And how, how do you see politics in California? Are they getting further to the left? Or do you think Republicans just need to hang it up in California? Well, we are involved in California. I mean, the chairwoman of the party, Jessica Peterson, is a very close friend of ours. Of course, you know, uh, Congressman Daryl Issa and uh, Joe Bernate. Uh, are a close friend. I mean, we are among the top people that would ask for donations and all that would be invited anywhere. I think California, is, as a other places in, in America right now, is facing one issue which we did not have as heavily uh, promoted uh, until recently, and that's violence. Uh, so uh, basically, I mean, Economy is always, in my opinion, the number one. I think people vote with a pocket. Uh, of course, California, uh, unlike other states, would be very uh, uh, tuned into social issues like abortions and uh, and LGBT and others. Uh, equality. Uh, we have immigration in in California, of course, because San Diego. Uh, I mean, after Texas and Arizona, definitely we have. We have a border. But the violence, I think, is the one thing that is getting uh, people really, like myself and many other celebrities or friends of us, too. We're just talking about it. For example, Bill and I, uh, we're right now in our country club uh, home. But when we talked to you two days ago, we are in our Beverly Hills place, right? And it used to be the number one area code in the country, right, of the, well, a, a rich and powerful. I cannot tell you that I, when I'm going out of the immediate secure area that I feel I feel secure. And, uh, for example, we just had, uh, you know, I guess a couple of years ago, 
uh, we were invited to a drink with a lovely couple, um, Jackie, uh, Jackie and Terence Savant and Clarence Savant. He was a guy who started the careers of many, very many talented black artists, black musicians. There is a big documentary about him made by his daughter, Nicole, which is called The Black Godfather. So Bill and I are sitting with him. It was their anniversary. They're over 80, lovely, sweet people. I took photos. I had with me two rappers from our very famous documentary, Trump versus Hollywood, which you could still uh, get on fight for the number four, one yeah. America, right? Fight for one America. One America. Yeah. So at Trump versus Hollywood, 24 fantastic artists, some left wing, some right wing. So two of the rappers were with us, a, a Too Short and Eric B. And we had a lovely conversation. What do you know? And that was in in next to our home. Yeah. And, and next to their home. And what do you know, several months later, Jackie Avant was over to, we talked on the phone. I think I talked on the phone with her like a few months, few days before. She she was murdered in, in at her home at 2 a.m. Oh, in the morning. God. She had a bodyguard and it was just an awful way to die. Uh, her husband, thanks God, was saved. It wasn't even a targeted attack. It was just a random, random. Violence. Somebody was out of jail. He was caught later, but what a way to die. I can tell you that my husband and I have been much more um, alert ever since beside the show. By the way, to your viewers and listeners, they will know who she is beside her very famous husband because her son-in-law is Ted Sarandos, who is a, a CEO of Netflix. Oh, okay. So this is very close to home to all of us. And uh, I know that right now, I mean, I go to the same restaurants, whatever, but we make sure we are much more uh, alert about security. I mean, before, if it was three, four years ago, I used to go from the Beverly Hills Hotel to some of the restaurants, you know, five, six blocks away. I used to walk with friends. Why not? Why do you have to take your car, right? Right now, no way. And and I'm trying to put my meetings most of the time uh, at my home when I'm there. So violence is, as, as we know, uh, it's the same story in New York. Bill and I used to be New Yorkers. I lived in one of the best neighborhood in Manhattan next to Sotheby. Nobody would sink in the Upper East. Though. We were never careful about violence there. I mean, we left in 2010. But, um, guys, I'm sorry, that's the dogs uh, talking about security. Guys, uh, but, babe, can you do something with them? <laughs> well, you heard that's uh, Daphne's dogs in the background, and she just told Bill to <laughs> see if she quieting them down and why Bill's uh, getting the dogs taken care of. Let me just take this moment to remind you you're listening to doc holiday's rock splitting politics right here on webtalkradio.net and we're so glad we've got uh, daphne and bill to speak with us and do this interview and just uh, letting us know what they feel about things and and how uh, we see people in hollywood or we see people in the entertainment business 
or people with their heads of states, if it's the president of Turkey, Erdogan, or if it's uh, president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Uh, Bill and Daphne have been for years in the these uh, same places, or clubs and restaurants, and, and so we appreciate them taking their time and letting us have an inside view of the way some things are happening that sometimes we just don't quite understand in a crossover country or in in the middle of America. So we appreciate them just being themselves and telling us their thoughts. And Daphne is about to tell us more. We're talking about the violence that comes on in, in, in California. She's about to tell us about uh, what when they go to New York, how they feel. So... Uh, and she did take the time to ask me a little bit about my book. And I've told you, it'll be coming out very soon in 2023. Uh, we'll have a website. It should be up very soon, if it's not already, called uh, www.hatchybooks.com. Hatchie's a uh, Chickasaw uh, Native American term for, some people call it a creek, but it's... Uh, the title of the book is a series called Hatchie. It's a novel, and the title of the first book that will be coming out is called Keeper of the Secret. And uh, soon, very soon, if it's not already up, is www.hatchiebooks.com. And the reason we say books is because it's a series that's coming up. And this is the first book, sort of an introductory uh, book to kick the series off. And we got a character, a young uh, man by the name of Patrick, who is a college student going to college, interacting with his grandfather, and they find something that's significant with the Native Americans and also significant with the Bible, something that happens in biblical times, and it's in today's uh, environment where this goes on. So... Uh, that's that's a little insight into the book that I hope you can get it very soon. And uh, but check by going to www.hatchybooks.com. And of course, we'll let you know here on Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics. And I appreciate Daphne, who's written many books and bestsellers. I appreciate her asking about my novel. I've never written a novel before. You know, I've done some political books. Uh, but this is the first novel, and it's something that is special to me, and I hope it will be to you also. Now, <laughs> I, the dogs are quieted down, it sounds like, so let's we'll carry on this interview right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with Daphne Barak. In New York also, when we go, you know, because of our CBS uh, contract, we have to go uh, every two, three months. I, I am... Uh, I make sure most of the meetings are staying are happening in the hotel. We're trying to be very because in New York you don't even have a. I mean, people are just randomly being shot in the street. You just there was not even a reason. Uh, so uh, talking about California and Republican, I think that's a, a very big problem. There was a big disappointment. Rick Caruso, who ran an independent, a billionaire who owned the Grove that's and a very successful. Oh, yeah. yeah, very successful uh, businessman. Did run as independent, but he's famously known as Republican. We all supported him. I mean, even very Democrat. Ted Sarandos' wife, Nicole, a Democrat, so raised all the money for Obama. 
I supported him, Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, people, we, we really wanted to save LA and apparently he lost. So, um, I mean, it's a problem. Yeah, I say, and you brought that up, the, you know, that you're talking about New York and California and, and everybody in the country um, sees those as leaders or you know, they, they carry so much political weight because there's such populations in each country, in each state, California and New York. And California, California, as you know, had, uh, is the fifth biggest economy in the world. So uh, we are not helping it by creating this situation. And the other factors which make life very uh, difficult to live here, um, the taxes is, I mean, the tax is just so high. And uh, also the prices, prices of real estate where we live here right now in the country club, it just, uh, I think my, our two homes here probably went three times more than we bought them a few years ago. We, talk, we didn't talk about 20 years ago, talking about. 2016, 17. How can, how can a, I had a conversation with a, a chairman of the Republican Party in Orange County. I think he's the chairman or, or the, or the CEO or whatever, a successful attorney. And he told me that his children just getting married. And uh, he, he was a very well off attorney. He just having a headache, how to, they don't have a chance to get, apartments. He had to take mortgages, second mortgages and stuff. Uh, that's a big issue because the prices of the real estate, the prices of everything is two, three times more. You go to the supermarket, it's two, three times, right? On the other end, uh, people are not getting paid more. So I think in places like California, like Beverly Hills, Orange County, uh, um, very, as are many expensive pockets here, or our country clubs areas, you do feel that the prices went, you know, three, four times up. And and on the other hand, the reality is that the salaries did not. So what are you going to do? Usually when that happens, when you see that happening, they're usually the people go, well, let's throw the rascals out or let's <laughs> throw the bombs out and people get beat during elections. But uh, not many people got beat this election. Uh, it seems like the incumbents. Uh, usually they have well, well, I, I, so that brings us to a very interesting question that I've always said, and that maybe that involves right now Donald Trump, um, always been a friend of mine since I, uh, since Rupert Murdoch uh, put me as an interview of Fox when I was 20 something, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but Trump apparently, and its statistics, has not managed to endorse the right candidates and, and, for that reason, some people feel in the party, and some of them are very close friends of mine and big, big donors. Yeah, that candidates who would have a chance lost a, their chances in the primaries, and that's bad because not everybody who wins the primary would win an election, and we need people yeah. who can win elections. And you just need good candidates, somebody with a good story, right? And and that's the problem that we we have not had as best as candidates as we could, as many feel. And I'm talking, me, you know. Uh, yeah, Daphne, let me ask you that. Since you know Donald Trump, you've known him for a long, long time. Do you think he can learn, like, like he uh, supported candidates that couldn't win the general election? Would he say, okay, I made a mistake. Uh, I will help to build the party. I'm going to find candidates who can win a general election. 
or is that in his nature to try to change and learn from past mistakes? Well, I, I have known Donald, as I said, since I was 21 or two, and uh, I can't remember that apology is part of his uh, rhetoric. Uh, the, the, sadly, when you are hitting, I mean, when the election will be, it will be close to 80. So, I mean, uh, we are talking about Biden, but he will be there as well. I feel there's a big... Uh, and as I said, the big donors live around us in the country clubs in Beverly Hills. We're talking every day about other things, right? Weddings, yep. uh, weddings, birthdays, uh, Christmas parties. Uh, uh, they applaud my my specials, my television special. I applaud uh, their success. But it's always coming. There is, I think, a fatigue from uh, Donald. Donald did achieve uh, some great things when he was a president, but apparently... Uh, because of his, because of COVID, and because of revenge and the hatred and divisiveness, people didn't want it again. So I think I don't see Donald moving from the rhetoric that uh, I will just support somebody who says there was a fraud on 2020 because uh, that's he's fixated on it, right? Uh, I, I compare it to my special, uh, my Britney Spears special. I will be talk. With the family every day, the fixation. Oh, they, they did terrible things for me. They put me in a jail. Uh, metaphorically, the conservatorship was so abusive. And by the way, she she's angry, and it's it's uh, in all fairness, uh, uh, as much as I have a great conversation with her father, there are two sides for every story. But she's yeah. fixated about it. She cannot let it go. Uh, Donald cannot let it go. 2020, 2020, if somebody says no, there were 8 million actually people and you cannot, he cannot let it go. And to be fair, Ed, let's look at history. Jeff K won in such a small margin, right? Think about Richard Nixon and Richard Nixon beside Watergate proved himself afterwards to be a great in foreign policy. He, of course, yeah. did terrible things about uh, about uh, uh, Watergate. But Richard Nixon actually was very, uh, I mean, he conceded. Now, look at Al Gore, and I know Alan Tipper, right? And look at that. Until today, we don't really know if George W. Bush really win, really won, you know, uh, the Texas state or whatever. His brother was a governor. And Al Gore told me, I remember we exercised today together at the Dorchester Hotel in London. I was the chairwoman of his pre-Nobel dinner, which okay. got everybody in London in two, I see it was 2007, and uh, we exercised together. He told me he was still processing it. It was a shock, right? Yeah. Because many people believe that he won, and you have to let go. And this is a top job you prepared yourself from day one. Yeah. But it does happen. Look, even at our friend, Dr. Mehmet Oz, uh, he conceded. He didn't, I mean, he lost. He lost on a small margin. He conceded that's what, that's part of our democracy, right? And I thought it was very gentlemanlike the way he did that, right? We know him and his wife Lisa for years, Bill and I. Uh, by the way, Bill was my husband was born in Turkey. Doctor Oz was born in Turkey, so we right. we we know each other for years. And I I, I thought that's the way to do it. So uh, I'm saying like Donald Trump right now is all fixated or of uh, choosing candidates who will say. 2020, and nobody in the, among the biggest donors are my friends. Actually, I brought Adelson to do, Donald Trump. I mean, 
We know Larry Allison, we know Cox, they all live here, where I am right now. And nobody, and, and the other names uh, which have been giving big money and they're not giving anymore. Nobody wants to look backwards. And whenever my friends, if you call me my friend and tomorrow and tell me I had a very big crisis in the family and everything, I will listen and then I will give you one advice. The only direction you have to look is forward, never backward. You remember what happened in the Bible? The woman looked backward and she became a, a piece of salt. Yep. And we cannot. We are already at 2022. We'll be in 2023 in a few weeks. 2020 was a long time ago, right? right. Uh, so I don't see that he will learn. And I do think, and I'm sure I will get a phone call uh from our lago after you'll get your podcast, but I, but my my husband did write a very a very endorsing piece for Ron DeSantis at the Sun. Uh, he has columns in two of the biggest papers in the world, the Sun and the Daily Mail. He yeah. did do that. He has a, has a couple of uh, coming, and I do like to hear more from my friend um, uh, Pompeo. Mike Pompeo is a good friend yeah. of ours. His wife and his children. I would like to sit with Ron DeSantis and and hear what his plans for foreign policy, economy, and everything. I think I would like to hear from Nikki Haley. Uh, we are friendly with Ted Cruz. I would like to hear from him. I, I think it's time in both parties. And I'm a registered Republican. And, yeah. uh, my job did not uh, change my, my uh, registration, but I think... We're coming to an age crisis. I think uh, it's time to both parties to go to the next generation. Okay, that's you heard Daphne say something that her friend, her good friend Donald J. Trump, may not want to hear. Now, right here on Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics, we are keeping up with what's going on. Of course, the 2024 presidential season has really already kicked off big time, and Donald Trump has announced for president. And you heard his friend Daphne Barack saying that she thought both parties, Democratic Party, Republican Party, it's time to get on to a new generation. Well, how do you feel about that? You can email me at ed at dockholiday.org. Uh, there's a link on the front page there at Web Talk Radio if you want to tell me what you feel about my position right now. And I've been to Mar-a-Lago recently. I've, I see everything. And I won't a candidate who's going to help build the Republican Party, build the conservative base, build policies that will give us more liberty, more freedom, and that's, uh, that's what I want to see. Our constitutional-based system of a republic that uh, uses democratic principles to elect our representatives there's much to be said that we need more liberty, more freedom. What we've heard with the Twitter uh, debacle and how the government and the FBI were, uh, were molding Twitter into what they wanted to hear against what even uh, the uh, head of our uh, national security at that point said, hey, the, the Hunter laptop is real. And yet the FBI... People, people within the FBI using the status of the FBI said it was, they led people to believe it was a hoax and they had to sequester, you know, uh, keep any 
news about the laptop from coming becoming evident, uh, and it influenced a presidential election last time. We are we are in a country of less freedom and less liberty because of things such as that. Can't let it happen. We got to build a coalition of American patriots who love the Constitution, who love more freedom and more liberty, and that's what I want to see the Republican Party go toward. I want to see the Democratic Party go for it. I want to see who can give us more liberty and more freedom for every American. And that's what we're here for. If it has to be a third party, we'll kick it off. But right now, I'm just saying, we've got to find candidates who will win supporting more liberty and more freedom and give us a presidential nominee who can bring those people together and unify them in a way that'll change America to keep us from losing our liberties, losing our freedoms, which we're seeing it happen every, every day. So stay, stay tuned in 2023 as we sign off for the last time in 2022. This is Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. See you next year. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.